thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We are so glad that you're joining us today for Jesus the Healer. The thing I love about the Word, it will take your life and set it on course. And I tell you, this is going to be a time of course setting. <laughs> Amen. We're setting our course uh, in line with His Word and His will as we become a student of it. Not just to hear it, but to also do it. Amen. We've been teaching on the subject of praise and worship because that is so... Uh, it is such a, it, it's a flow that we have to be skillful with if we want to be skillful in our faith life. Because praising and worshiping God turns us into good receivers. <laughs> Amen. I love something and we've been taking something that Brother Copeland said. And uh, I love this statement he made. He said, when you pray, you lay hold of things. But when you praise you win battles because praising God gets you on the other side of opposition. And uh, why does it do that? Because praising God, you get connected to your heart, get connected to your spirit. You step over into that spirit flow and uh, the faith of God's in your spirit. And when your faith is moving, when your faith is active, the door is open for God to move. Amen. Amen. And we've been taking something that God said to Brother Norval Hayes years ago. He said, my children basically love me, but they live in poverty and sickness and defeat. They don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. Or we could say this, they don't worship long enough to bring the anointing in a manifestation mm -hmm. and then the anointing destroy the yoke. Mm -hmm. And then he went on and said to Brother Norval, if you'll teach my children to worship me more, I will do great and mighty things for them. So notice what's connected to our praise and worship life, great and mighty things. Yeah. It's connected to it. And uh, whether or not those great and mighty things are flowing or not up to God, but it's up to us. Are we giving him access through this life of faith that's expressed through praising and worshiping God? Um, I want you to turn with me, if you would, to Luke chapter 17, Luke chapter 17, and we're going to see a passage um, that demonstrates that our worship of God plays a role in us receiving our miracles from God. Amen. Amen. Worshiping God plays a role in receiving miracles yes. that belong to us. Amen. So Luke chapter 17, and I'm going to read through quite a long passage so you can just follow along with me. Luke 17 and verse 11, it reads, And it came to pass as Jesus went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him 10 men that were lepers 
which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So notice this. These are lepers. They need healing. What do they ask for? Mercy. Mercy. Amen. Because there's healing mercies. Amen. Mercy will work many things in our life. And one one of the things that will work is healing. So they said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Verse 14. And when Jesus saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. What does that mean? They were cleansed. Well, the process of leprosy was stopped. Uh All that, all that was on their skin left. Mm -hmm. All that deformity, all the dead tissue was made normal again. The dead was cleansed off. The process of that leprosy was stopped. They were cleansed. Verse 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Now notice one out of 10. Now notice this would be in keeping with what God said to Brother Norville. If you'll teach my children to worship me more, meaning there's a big percentage of them that are not giving proper acknowledgement and reverence and respect for what God has done Mm -hmm. for them. And he said, if they'll worship me more, I will do great and mighty things for them. And so when we have this, this reverence for God that manifests as praise and worship, it's a reverence of God. And so that's what this one who was cleansed, he showed reverence for God, right? right? And so he turned around and came back. The other nine kept going in the direction they were going. And it says again in verse 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he fell down on his face at Jesus's feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Verse 17, and Jesus answering said, were there not 10 cleansed? Listen, Jesus, Jesus didn't question whether healing worked for all of them. He questioned their reverence for God. Mm -hmm. He didn't question healing power. So Jesus said, were there not 10 cleansed and where are the nine? Mm -hmm. And where are the nine? (laughs) He's looking for them. Where are you? Why did this one leper that was cleansed return? He recognized where the place of blessing was. He went back to the place where he got something. Can I tell you what? That's your local church today too. When you're at a place, when you're part of a local church that teaches the word, you're going to get something there. And you can't get everything with one visit. That's right. Why did, what did this man do? He returned back to the place where blessing was. Amen. Amen. The others didn't. They didn't come back again. They didn't come back to church service. (laughs) They didn't come back. There are so many times over the years that people would come to our church services and get healed. We want them healed. They'd get answers. We want them to get answers. And then you don't see them again. What is it? It's a lack of reverence. It's a lack of reverence. And you know, you have to be taught what's appropriate, but you have to return so that you can know some things. 
And notice it says that this man that returned, he was a Samaritan. What's that mean? He wasn't raised in church. Mm -hmm. He wasn't raised in the synagogue. Mm -hmm. Just out of his own human decency, he yeah. knew, I can't leave this unacknowledged. Yeah. Right. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And Jesus answering said, where are the nine? He was looking for them. Yes. He wasn't looking for them because they were in trouble. He was looking for them because he had something more for them. Right. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Verse 18, he said, and there are not found that returned to give glory to God. Look at that phrase. There are not found. Right that returned to give glory to God. We say we're not one of the nine, right? right? We choose. We're not one of the nine. And it says, uh, verse 19, and Jesus said unto him, arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. This, this leper that had been cleansed did not come back making faith statements. He came back praising. Yes. He came back worshiping. Yes. Jesus called it faith. That's right. Our praise and worship is a demonstration of our faith. Yes. It's, a, it's an act of faith. And Jesus called his praise faith. That's what he called it. Hey, praise the Lord. Your, your, your faith is as simple as saying, praise you, Lord. I praise you. I thank you for what you've blessed me with. I thank you for what you've done for me. That's faith. Is that easy? I said, it's that easy, but it has to be released. And so Jesus said unto him, arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee. Now look at this word. He says, whole. He doesn't say cleansed. Back in verse 14, the word says they were cleansed. Yeah. But in verse 19, Jesus said, you're whole. Mm -hmm. Ah, cleansing means the process of leprosy was stopped. But you know, leprosy eats away at things. Yes. It eats right. away at tissue. Yeah. It eats away at the bones. It eats away at the digits, fingers. It eats away at facial features. It eats away at the body. Mm -hmm. So the cleansing stopped that process, but the wholeness put it back. Yeah. Right. Amen. Put back the skin. Mm -hmm. Put back the, the, the parts that were eaten away by the disease. Yeah. Jesus didn't put it back. The man's faith put it back. He said, your faith made you whole. He didn't say, I made you whole. He said, your faith made you whole. Couldn't we say this? Your praise of faith made you whole. Meaning this, you can praise your way into wholeness. You can worship your way into wholeness. Anything that's missing can be put back, whether it's your body, whether it's a business, whether it's a home, yes. anything that was lost can yes. be put back through this faith praise, Amen. this flow of faith called praise. And you would say, well, Pastor Nancy, that's not, that's not wise for you to tell people that they can have things back. They can have body parts back. I didn't. Jesus did. <laughs> he said, your faith put it back. Your faith made you whole. What did wholeness look like? It was put back what was lost. So we could say it this way. Your faith has put it back. Amen. So what's been missing? I said, what's been missing? And I want to pray for those of you who you have something missing. I tell you what, Jesus healed the maimed. And right here we have a, an account of it that body parts were put back. This man was made whole. Amen. 
this man was made whole. And I agree with you in Jesus' name. We release our faith. This audience that's here in the studio, we're with, our, we're with you releasing our faith. And we thank you, Father, for body parts put back, organs put back, that which was, made, that which was not whole be made whole, for businesses to come back, for homes to come back, for soundness of mind and peace, that which seemed lost, you come back in Jesus' name. And Father, we praise you for it. We praise you and worship you because you are the one who makes it whole. We thank you for wholeness. God doesn't just offer us healing. He offers us wholeness. Don't settle for cleansing when you have wholeness. Cleansing was on the way to wholeness. But they stopped short. Nine stopped short of what God had for them. My thinking is, is I wonder what the nine thought when they saw the one next time in town. Because you know they had things missing. You know it would have eaten off flesh. It would have eaten off digits, fingers, toes, off of the nine. And they see this one that this Samaritan... And they say, Sammy, (laughs) Sammy the Samaritan, how did you get those body parts back? Oh, I went back. Come on. That's right. I went back. I went back. And I didn't know it, but he had more for me when I got back. Jesus had wholeness for the other nine. Right. But they didn't come back. They didn't return. Praising is returning. Worshiping is returning to the presence of God in gratitude for what he has already done and for what he shall do. Amen. Amen. But they never showed up to get their wholeness. They could have had it. They could have. And no wonder Jesus was disappointed because he didn't want them only cleansed when there was wholeness awaiting them. You say, well, if he wanted them whole, why didn't he do it all at once? It was based on their reverence for God. It was based on their faith. They only had faith to be cleansed. They didn't have faith to to return and worship. It takes faith to come back and worship. It takes faith to come back and praise when it looks like things are out of place. It takes faith. It's a demonstration of faith. And so when they, this one returned, he got it all. And the other's going to see him and say, how come, how come you got that? Oh, there was more than I knew. But my reverence for God put me into what God knew was available to me. My, my, my. Worship is an act of gratitude and gratitude will get you more good things. I said gratitude will get you more good things. All good things belong to you, but to bring them into manifestation, it has to have your cooperation of faith and faith is gratitude. It's seen in gratitude. Amen. Showing proper reverence. That's what this Samaritan did. He showed proper reverence. Yes. He, didn't have to have, he didn't have to have the priest to teach him that. Mm-hmm. Just his own human decency uh-huh. yeah. taught him yeah. gratitude. gratitude. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Listen, you can't ever get all God has for you 
just coming once. Keep coming back to his presence. Keep coming back to his word. Keep coming back to your local church. Keep coming back because there's so much God has for us. One visit can't receive it all. I said one visit can't receiving all. Worshiping God will give you other things, will give you things that other people never get. You understand that? It'll give you things that other people won't have. Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to get it because somebody else doesn't have it as proof. It's just, it's just there are certain things that belong to the person of worship. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll step into certain things that those who don't return and don't show proper reverence mm-hmm. won't ever receive. Right. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Praise um, you can worship your way into healing. You can worship your way into wholeness. Mm-hmm. Lillian B. Yeomans, who was a medical doctor uh, until she was about 45, and then she was raised up off of her deathbed and quit practicing medicine and went to practicing divine healing. Mm-hmm. And she became a healing, a teacher of divine healing and ministered that for the next 35 or so, 45 really, years of her life. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love a story that she writes about in one of her books. And she said that before a service that she was going to conduct one night, a man came into the back room where she was and said, uh, Dr. Yeomans said, my wife is at home and she has smallpox. And um, the doctor has come to you know, to diagnose her, said it was smallpox and said he's going to put a quarantine notice on our home. That means no one can go in, no one can go out. And he told me not to leave the house, but I did to come and get you to pray for my wife. And I love what Sister Yeoman said. She said, let's apply the praise cure. Mm -hmm. Let's apply the praise cure. And so... She just stood there with that husband of this woman that was sick and they just worshiped Jesus as the healer and worshiped him for healing her. Now see, the man just didn't stand there and watch her worship. He had to get his faith involved. Why? He's the head of that household. He's got to get his faith involved to to even have her permission, to have permission for her faith to work. He got himself involved. And so the two of them just stood there and worshiped and praised God together. And after a few moments, the man left and he went home. The doctor had come back with the health inspector there because it was the health inspector that would put out the quarantine sign on the household warning people, no one's to enter, no one's to exit this house. And when the the health inspector got there with the doctor, uh, he said to the doctor, what am I, what am I inspecting? And he said, well, she had smallpox. And he says, well, I don't see any smallpox on her. While they were praising, every single pox disappeared off of her body. Why? They applied the praise cure. What you praise him for is what you'll get to enjoy. What we forget to praise him for is what won't flow. Amen. 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 I remember years ago, oh my goodness, in my 20s, which would be what, about three or four years ago now? (laughs) Well, whatever. (laughs) We'll not get specific about it. We don't need to be so technical. But years ago, I was in my 20s and 
I, I had fallen off to sleep early, which is kind of unusual for me. And um, I fell off to sleep and I felt perfectly fine, but I was awakened at about 1130 at night with every flu symptom full blown on my body. And I mean, it wasn't something I just felt gradually. I mean, the moment I woke up, every flu symptom full blown. And I laid there in bed. You know how when you don't feel good, you just want to, the natural man just wants to lay there, just lay there. And if you feel nauseated, you just want to lay there and nauseate. You know, you don't want to move because it makes the movement makes it worse. And so I laid there and if I could say this, I I did what a lot of people do, half-heartedly. Jesus, you're my healer. I receive you as my healer. Thank you for healing. Why? So I don't have to put forth much. (laughs) You notice that this leper that was healed, the one out of the 10 that came back, he put forth effort. He was in a different direction. He turned around and inconvenienced himself and came all the way back. If we're just looking for what's convenient, we'll never receive wholeness. But I laid there and just half-heartedly, so to speak. I didn't want to disturb anything. And so I laid there and the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, this would be a good time to do what you preach. I go, oh yeah. And so I made myself get up out of bed. And I tell you what, I was bent over at the waist walking. And I thought, if I stay in this bedroom, I'm going to fall back in that bed. So I got up and got out of my bedroom to violate my body. I went downstairs and I tell you, I didn't feel like walking. I didn't feel like standing up straight. And I started walking around the coffee table in our family room. And I said this, I'm of the household of faith. In the household of faith, there's no sickness. In the household of faith, there's no flu. In the household of faith, there's no pain. There's no nausea in the household of faith. I'll not leave the household of faith. These symptoms will not sway me out of the household of faith. And I said, Father, I thank you that in the household of faith is healing. In the household of of faith is health. And so I'm just going to praise you for what's in my household. And I say it's in this household, this temple of the Holy Ghost. This is the house. Amen. Amen. And so I just started praising God. And I tell you, I didn't feel anything different. I still couldn't straighten up to walk. And I walked around that table feeling like I wish I could crawl back in bed. And for the next 20 minutes, I thank you that the healing power is working in me. I thank you that I am whole. I thank you that healing belongs to me. That's of my household. And that's all I did. I, I just worshiping and praising God after 20 minutes of doing that. Because see, when the symptoms and the feelings are so heightened, you're so aware of the natural. But after 20 minutes of praising and worshiping God, I started, if I could say this, uh, drawing out of my spirit Mm -hmm. instead of being so aware of the natural. Mm -hmm. After 20 minutes, it was like, chink. And I realized, ah, I hit pay dirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What was that? Mm -hmm. That came out of my spirit. That came out of my spirit. 
When I said that the last time, that came out of my spirit. Mm -hmm. See, it takes takes time sometimes to get your tongue hooked up to your spirit. Mm -hmm. And you might praise and worship and it seems dry. Just keep saying it. Mm -hmm. You keep going and your tongue will get, your tongue at some point will get hooked up to your spirit and that's where the life issues out of. Out of of the heart for the issues of life, you see. And I got into that flow, that issue of life that was on the inside of me. And so, I mean, on the inside of me, that hand of faith grabbed it. Mm -hmm. I grabbed it. Mm -hmm. And my body didn't feel any different. Mm -hmm. That's right. My body, every symptom was still there, but on the inside, I knew I had it. Mm -hmm. That's all I know how to say. I just knew I had it. And it came about by praising, the praise cure. Mm -hmm. I applied that praise cure. So I I said to myself, well, now it's about midnight. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I said to myself, well, I ought to be back in bed. I'm going to go get back in bed. A healed person goes back to bed. At midnight, yeah. go back to bed. So I start walking to go toward the stairway to go upstairs, and all of a sudden these thoughts started coming. You better stay down here and praise until every symptom leaves. And I stopped for a moment, and I evaluated, where did that come from? Yeah. See, uh, it sounds like that could be right. But I'm not sure because in my heart, I've got it. So if I stay down here and wait for my body to tell me I got it, I'm doubting that my heart tells me I've got it. And so I said, that would be doubt Mm -hmm. to wait until my body testified to me. I have it in my spirit. So I went upstairs and I laid down and I, fell, I, I laid back down, still felt bad, but I fell off to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it was about midnight. About 1 o'clock, it, actually it was exactly 1 o'clock because I rolled over and looked at the clock. I felt something touch me on the arm. What was that? An angel touched me. Mm-hmm. I felt it. It woke me up with it touching me. And the moment that touch, every symptom left just like that. Amen. What was it? I applied the praise cure. Yeah. And the praise cure, you, it, it worked on me. While I was sleeping in faith. I want you to know sometimes it takes more faith to go to sleep than it does to stay up and start dealing with problems, dealing with opposition. Amen. So I applied the praise cure. Amen. There's nothing you can't praise your way out of. When something opposes you, that would be a good time to do what you believe. (laughs) Right? That would be a good time. No matter what you feel like, tap into what your spirit knows because your spirit always feels like victory. (laughs) Whether the body feels like it or not, there's victory on the inside of you. I said there's victory on the inside of you. And the devil will tell you, now see, when I felt all those symptoms, it didn't seem to, it didn't seem to the natural mind like saying, praise the Lord, praise you for healing, praise the Lord. That doesn't seem to be enough in the face of what you're feeling. But I want you to know it's more than enough because when you praise, you win battles. Amen. Well, we've been teaching out of my book called Worship. We want you to get your own copy of it. You can do that by going to our website at deframeministries.org. You can order it there. Let us know that you want your copy of it and we'll get it right out to you. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, 
visit DufresneMinistries.org. This powerful book by Nancy Dufresne teaches on how to worship and bring the atmosphere of heaven into your home and surrounding your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Please join us for our annual Holy Ghost meetings in Marietta, California, January 6th through the 11th, 2023 with Nancy Dufresne. We are also excited to welcome Kenneth Copeland and Richard Roberts as our special guests. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.